Today on the podcast, we have on Bucks offensive tackle Tristan Wirfs. Tristan is a native of Mount Vernon, Iowa. In 2019, he was named the Big Ten Offensive Lineman of the Year. And just this April, he was drafted with a 13th overall pick in the NFL draft to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We talked to Tristan about his brief baseball career, talked some shop about some of the NFL guys he wants to play against, and we look back to his career at Iowa. If we're going to jump into the, there's a big thing about you that NFL loves posting about it. ESPN, everything loves posting about it is that you have these freakish videos that come out that are just, I mean, defy human nature. And one of them started at the state wrestling tournament, I think junior year. And it was the hands, hand walking. Oh, video. I was walking my hands. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that one. There's another one, I think at the all American um, army, army bolt one. Yep. There's walking on the hands. Tiger, what's your favorite one you got? Jump out of the pool. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a fan favorite. That one went wild. Did you ever expect that to go that big? When when you jumped out of the pool, did you think, oh, this is going to be on ESPN? No, I just put it on my Instagram because me and AJ Epinesa and Ivory Kelly Martin were just at the pool out over in Corville. And it was Ivory's idea. And I'm like, there's no way I can do it. And then I did. And I got it. I was like, well, okay. And I put it on my Instagram. I said, I think I said, like, big old beluga. <laughs> and then I tagged the, I put the location as like the Galapagos Islands, and then, oh my gosh, when all this, you know, when when all this started, people started blowing it up, and well, I I didn't expect that at all. When would you say all this stuff did start? What what were your first thoughts? Playing time, yeah. anything like that? So my freshman year, you know, we had two senior offensive tackles, and I thought maybe, you know, I'd get on special teams or or maybe a couple plays at the end of the game if they mm-hmm. didn't register me. And then both of them got hurt, and then it was time to go. So that's when everything, you know, there's just pretty much no looking back from there. It was like the third game of my freshman year, third or fourth game. Because um, mm-hmm. you – and you did play extra point for a little bit, right? Yeah, my first game was North Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was on I was on field goal. I was on field goal, and then I got in at the end of the game against North Texas. That was the second game of the year. And so my redshirt was done after that because, like, as soon as you step on the field, you can't, you know, yeah. take for your eligibility. ACL right away, something like that. But. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you have to play in like one third of the game. There's, I don't know, I don't know the rule, but something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember you just said, when did this all start? Like the, like the, you mean like the media stuff? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of just like general up? hype, general hype, where you start to feel it. Uh, probably leading up to the combine because that's mm-hmm. when. It was, it was kind of like hype, and then people were saying, like, I, I wasn't athletic at the same time. So there were some yeah, people I, was, I was going to bring up that tweet because some guy tweets his kind of, like, projected draft and or maybe just rating everybody, and it was um, big frame, some, 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 not very athletic. And I think that was kind of <laughs> like – that was like somebody said the worst, most – the biggest slur, anything, but towards a Mount Vernon person because – Mount Vernon, Iowa, Twitter. Um, blew up. I mean, it blew up. I think I wouldn't be surprised if, like, my grandpa, I mean, people who work at the uh, – at Bauman's who have donuts and in in gossip <laughs> just yep. sent death threats to that guy. I mean – had to have. I mean, Mount Vernon, so Mount many Vernon social media blew up at that guy. That was funny. They had my back like no other. Uh-huh, yeah, I, I thought that was – that was absolute comedy because, I mean, anyone who knows – Anyone who saw those videos, it's kind of hard to say walking as your on your hands as a 280-pounder junior is. Yeah, that's what, I, that, that's what I didn't understand. Like, he said he said that, but then at the same time, all these other people were 
you know, talking about, you know, me jumping out of the pool and doing that and everything. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really care because I know how I know how athletic I am. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right. I was going to bring this up at some point, but I think a lot of people noticed it at an early age knowing you was during baseball because running down to first base, you were probably one of the, I mean, close to the fastest guy on the team when you get moving and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So what I wanted to highlight was your last baseball game of your career. Um, take it back to Stolen High School. Uh, <laughs> run that game for us, please. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. So like I hadn't, I had. Well, I don't I can't remember what I was doing, but I remember I didn't play for the first couple games. Like I didn't play in the Metro tournament. I can't remember why. But yeah, I didn't play in the Metro tournament. That was my first game. We were playing Stolen Iowa, and uh, <laughs> I went like four for four that day with two home runs, a double, <laughs> and a single. And uh. Oh my gosh! My first at bat, I my first at bat, it was like the second pitch, and it was high and outside, and like I was just excited because hitting's my favorite part of baseball. So like I was swinging at, you know, I was seeing, I was seeing stuff like the ball like this. <laughs> I see it high and outside, and I, I use a I use a thirty four inch bat, so like I could reach out there, and you know, I just I kind of just I don't know, I went for it, and oh my god, it was a piss missile to left center. And, Bang the uh, scoreboard, didn't it? No, Tony's did. Tony's hit the scoreboard. Mine, mine went. Mine was a mine was a moonshot. And then, uh, you know, my next at bat was a double. And I'm like, all right, that's a good start to the day. And then my third at bat, um, Tony. I remember. I remember Tony saying <laughs> saying, I don't know. Tony would mess around with the dugout all the time. He's like, he's like, hit another. Like I'm walking out there, and he's like, hit another one. I'm like, I'm like, all right. And a couple <laughs> pitches, couple pitches go by, and then uh, for some reason, I swing at one that's low and away. And I literally kind of just like chopped the bat down out there, and I somehow hit an opposite field, you know, opposite field shot. And uh, yeah, that was a good day. And then I, uh, you know, I then I hit a single next to bat, and uh, and then I quit. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Were you, ever, uh, were you ever recruited for baseball? Um, no, I don't think so. No, there and was then, recruitment for you. Uh, it it must have been at that time. Maybe that time of the year where there was interest in you throwing at Iowa and also for playing shot put for shot and for shot and disc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember yeah. that was just like, you could potentially do both if you look at his resume. Yeah. But, it was, uh, but yeah, that was a fun, I, I don't, <laughs> that was a fun game. I remember coming, I remember coming to the dugout for my second home run. I told Tony, I'm like, I'm like, that's a good way to end. <laughs> And he just—he was—he di- was dying laughing. Um, but yeah, that it was a hard decision, honestly, to quit to quit baseball because I love I love baseball. I always have, um, but I just felt like I had bigger fish to fry. Was that was that the year where you did the opening? No, the opening was my soft sophomore year. The, mm-hmm. Was that the? I don't know. Might have been that year. Yeah. You know, didn't I play till my junior year, or was it my senior? Yeah, year? you or my sophomore year. year I think. Yeah. It's like your summer, so like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just remember what I bring that up because I don't know, Tiger, if you saw him too. There's these graph. There was a graphic that came up where it showed your forty time pro, like all this stuff, just down the charts of the opening sophomore year. Oh yeah, wherever it was, and then closer after Iowa. And yeah. another huge thing about at least. Mount Vernon coach Twitter at this point or coach Twitter is Doyle. They, they adore Doyle. Oh, 100%. Um, 
just what he does. Talk. Can you talk about Doyle for a little bit and just everything he does? Yeah, I mean, Coach Doyle's Coach Doyle's the best. I, I love him. He's he, the way you know. I, I he was a big mentor for me. You know, at Iowa, um, I looked up to him quite a bit, and because he holds you to a pretty high standard. And you know, when you mess up, he lets you know about it, and and you know, you got to fix you got to fix it, whatever you know, whatever you're doing, or whatever kind of lifestyle you're you're having. And, um, but he push he pushes you like no other. Because I mean, it's he, it's so developmental at Iowa. Like it's all about you know reaching reaching you know your max potential and that's what he gets out of you um but he knows you know he knows everything there is to know about strength conditioning you know he's I'd say, i mean i would say he's the best in the country i think i feel like a lot of other people would agree but what he does with guys is insane like i came in at uh 317 i think was what i weighed in at first day i, I reported and you know i i was I still had like you know i was still chubby and all that stuff and then he like completely transformed my body over over three years. I remember, I remember. Does they take a picture of you? You know, when you first get there, like you know, with no shirt on, and you see it. And that, I remember, I remember uh, end of my sophomore year, so going into my junior year, just I was looking in the mirror, and then I'd look at pictures on my phone from my freshman year. And I'm like, I don't even look like the same person. Like, I, like I just yeah. got so much bigger. Like, you know, I don't get, I didn't get defined or anything, but just like you know, my traps were bigger, my lats were bigger and my shoulder just, you just look different. You're like, wow. Um, and you don't see that, you know, as, as like, you don't see the fast results and you're like, Oh, like, am I getting stronger? But then all of a sudden, you know, it's max out day and you throw up, you know, eight more reps on the bench at a higher weight than you did before. And you're like, what just happened? You know? And coach Doyle, Oh my gosh. You know, I, I, I owe him quite a bit, you know, for, for what he did for my career at Iowa. Um, but, you know, I love him. And then mm-hmm. when you put up – when you put up 450, that was the big uh, – the hang point <laughs> of 450. Is, yeah. The big event in Iowa football. Uh, what led up to that? What did you do the year before? How much progression did you see there? Yeah, that was that was nuts, honestly. Um, my, I remember my sophomore year, at that same time, you know, that same max out period, it was in uh, March – so it would have been March of my March of my freshman year, mm-hmm. but it's it's weird how it's weird how it goes. So it's still I was, you're in the second semester of your freshman year, but you know you have the whole winter, you have the season of your freshman year, and then the winter conditioning, and then you're still in your freshman year. But it's that you know mm-hmm. going into my junior year or my sophomore year, um, I hit I hit four oh five for four oh five for five, and then that and that yeah, and then my my going into my junior season, I hit four fifty for four. Um, and it's just, it's nuts, honestly, like just in that year's time, like I had 45 pounds to my, to my hand clean and, and that's not, a, I mean, that, that lift, I like, I love cleaning everything. I love cleans, snatches, all the Olympic lifts, but like 450 feels a lot heavier than 405. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And especially, yeah, I, can't, I can't attest to that, but I trust you. Yeah. Especially if you're doing it just on a normal day. Like not, I had, I had 450 for a set, you know, I think over the summer, just you know, regular, not a max out day, nothing. And it felt a lot heavier when there was, you know, no, when all your teammates aren't in there hyping you up, it's just a regular, oh, yeah. I picked that up off the rack on that regular day. I was, I was thinking it was just a regular Tuesday and I was like, Whoa, I was like, last time I did this, it felt a lot lighter just cause there's mm-hmm. all that adrenaline pumping. Um, now people are going nuts. That That's partly what made the video so cool. Ew. Yeah, like after it went, I went, I remember throwing crazy. it down. I let out an F bomb and yeah, everyone came around. I got slapped on the head. ESPN hated that part of it. Um, yeah, 
But it had to be there. <laughs> if you want human reaction, that's going to be it, there. It, ha- it had to be there because that's it's, it, was my, it was my pure reaction just mm-hmm. you know, of how, how hyped up and excited I was. And I remember, oh, my gosh. So I had my belt on, and I had it super tight. Oh, and so I'm sitting there screaming, screaming and celebrating. It was for probably 45 seconds just of straight screaming. And then I remember everyone kind of backs up. And I'm like, I, I was about to pass out because, like, my belt was so tight. And I was sitting there, like, getting no oxygen. I remember kind of, like, wobbling. I'm like, I'm going down. Somebody catch me. But then I <laughs> took it off quick. And But that, I thought that part was funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that's – I think that video was – that's – for me, at least, that's when I start seeing – started seeing you in, like, normal media circuits of – I mean, Twitter as a media circuit. Yeah. That video popped up a lot coming up just at random times during the year like yeah really uh, weird i get i get tagged in it and stuff all the time and mm-hmm. yeah just middle of the season or something i'm like how's this coming back or you yeah know. exactly exactly um i i got a question about ference right now um so, i think it's it's pretty well known people make fun of it a lot just how much gummy chews and there always seems to be a ga- a little kid not a little kid but like a person <laughs> he has designated a gum just standing behind him, same as the guy who holds his cords, basically. Um, yeah. Does he chew a lot of gum? Is he doing that all day, practice, all that stuff? Yeah, he, yeah, he, chews, he chews gum all the time. Um, <laughs> practice, you see him. He, uh, so we got a big, a big tall fence that goes around our practice field, and he'll be by a drill, and you'll see him, you know, when he's done with one piece, he'll take it. And he always, oh, I should stand up good, but he takes the gum, and he underhand throws it over the fence, <laughs> and, then, and then puts a new piece in. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's just it's just something that probably calms his nerves, or it's just it's a habit, you know. I can't imagine being a guy with that much responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow, being a D one. I could, yeah, I could, I couldn't, I couldn't. The amount of the amount of pressure, I think that that's probably on Coach Ferentz and the amount of media attention. I don't even, I don't even know. I can't even attest to how much he he gets, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiger, you got a question? Yeah, I can kind of go off something. Uh, in like April of 2016 or something, you tweeted out that it's every kid's dream to hear their name called in the NFL draft. When it happened for you and you go to Tampa, what was your initial thought process of like, holy cow, I'm going to play with Tom Brady? I do remember that tweet. The, the, the Tampa Bay, the Bucks Twitter account actually found that tweet and like, re, like reposted it. Um, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but I remember getting the phone call. And uh, Coach Arians, you know, he said, he said, what's up, baby? And um, <laughs> he said, he said, get ready to protect, protect Tom. And I was just like, whoa. I was like, I was like all right. You know, just, it, it's just, it's just a crazy feeling, you know, when you, when your phone, phone starts vibrating. And I don't know why I didn't have my ringer on. I probably should have, but um, <laughs> it just started buzzing. And I was like, I looked at it and it said Tampa. I was like, um, are you kidding me? Um mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a crazy feeling. Yeah, Bruce Arians, too, is someone who's been like uh, – I, I don't want to use the term eccentric, but someone who's like a big-name NFL coach who's got his shtick and everything. What do you think it's going to be like playing for him? I'm, I'm excited. I've heard nothing but good things about him. I only talked to him on the phone once. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I've heard – yeah, I've, I've heard a lot. I heard he's very outgoing. Um, and, and he'll, you know, he'll chew your butt and everything, but that's what, you know, that's what a coach is for. I mean, he, if, if they're yelling at you, that means they, they love you and they care about you and they want, you know, they want, um, you know, to get the best out of you. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm interested how, uh, so obviously I know high school sports and I know high sc- or college group chats. How would, so high school football group chats, any sport group chats are like <laughs> lively. People are sending whatever all the time, <laughs> but in the NFL, in professional sports, these are like grown men. Yeah. <laughs> are, I, I'm just wondering like, these people have families. Like, are people still sending like memes and like stuff like this, or like what? Is it more business? Like, uh, our co- so in college, my college group chat, we we would send memes and everything. And, and the only group chat I'm in, in the for the the league right now is just <laughs> there's, there's four rookie old linemen for the Bucks, and uh, we have a group chat, and it's just about you know we'll we joke with each other and everything, but yeah, I, nobody's sending memes yet. It's like we'll talk about. Like, <laughs> the assignments we'll have, you know, assignments we'll have just football talk right now. And I, I can't imagine um, if it's much different for mm. the group That's chat all with, the all the, with all the veterans. So and there's real money on the line. I, yeah. I'm probably going to mess up and send a funny meme to like the old line group chat for the bucks or something. And, I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably think the meme was funny, but yeah, yeah, that's that, that's kind of what's been different. You know, trying to wrap my head around that. Like it's all grown men now um, mm-hmm. with families and they got mortgages and um, yeah. so coming into that, you know, I don't know if they, I don't know if they want to see like a provide bleach meme you know, <laughs> from, from Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I was going to ask at some point, like what's changed so far? What's like the biggest thing? So that's obviously a biggest thing. Like the people you're interacting with are, maybe they're not settled individuals, but they're certified pe- Like they're men, like yeah. they play men in college, but they're people with kids and stuff like that. And yeah. I think another weird thing is so kind of funny story. The reason Tristan and I went back and forth for this interview, just, I mean, communication is hard when you have 54,000 followers, like <laughs> you're not going to see some things, things are going to be seen. Like I don't blame him at all for not seeing some texts, but what I noticed, I got it settled on, uh, on a live stream, Tristan's yeah. friend and maybe one of her friends is yeah. clapping live stream with Tristan and I'm using our podcast, uh, account and I'm, <laughs> I'm saying like, Hey, how about interview on Monday? Like all this stuff. And I'm getting skipped over and I'm like, shit, like this isn't going to happen. I'm like, he does not know who this is. Yeah. He's some random J talk live account. So I'm like, Hey, this is Blake. And then he like responds and all this. But I realized that there's so many, a big thing that might've changed going back to my point is that there are little kids everywhere now. Since you're yeah. so much more of a household ha- name, I just saw, hey, Tristan, can you check my DM? I sent like all this, you'll be getting sports edits, the most disgusting sports edits you've ever seen yeah. from eight-year-olds with an uh, editing app. And, um, but what, what else are really big things that you've seen so far that have changed? Um just been you know a lot a ton of interviews with 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 media outlets and everything and they're Mm -hmm. like media outlets that like you know you would never expect like i had uh or i was gonna have one you know uh um what's his name the guy that does carpool karaoke oh corden i was gonna do one with him but it's just crazy to think about because i'm you know you see like it on the snapchat thing yeah the carpool karaoke and then you get a request to do that and and then, like you said, like my DM, like my Instagram DMs, it always says 99 plus up the, you know, mm-hmm. up the top. And like, it's, I, I try and go through them and, but it's just so many like text messages all the time. And, and, um, people like, 
I don't even know how some people get my number and like Snapchat. Yeah, like, oh, people are like, let's start a streak. I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> or they'll text me. They'll text me in like Chinese or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, I don't know what, how this got out there or anything. But it's just, you know, just a lot more, a lot more attention. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about uh, draft day? Uh, something that was going around on Twitter was the cat at your draft day party. What's yeah, story? that's my boy. That's my boy. It's Clyde. <laughs> that's Clyde. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love, I love, I saw, I, I remember seeing that, and like he stole the show, and like he didn't care. I remember, I remember, like when everyone started cheering and clapping, he like got startled. Um, <laughs> there's a little video of it, but I thought that was hilarious. But that's what he does, you know. He just, he's always, we've had him for, I don't know. My sister got him from a, the shelter, like, oh geez, eight years ago. I don't, I don't nobody knows how old he is, but he's still kicking. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, that's my dog. He lets you pick. He lets you pick him up any way you want. Like I, I just hold him, just hold him like this, and he just, he just like stares right back at you. And like I, I guarantee you could probably hold him by the back legs. He wouldn't do anything. He's so chill. But yeah, he's he's so he's funny. You can Mufasa him. You can hold him all the way up. Oh yeah, I can. I hold. I can hold him up above my head. And everything. There was um. There was, I think a bar stool post that came out draft day, um, and. It was just kind of funny to see because it's, it said something about Tristan Wirth lies out the red carpet for his mom on their way to their new house. Um, I don't know if you saw that one. No, I didn't see that but one. It was, it was claiming that the Wirths bought a new house on draft day. And I thought <laughs> no. that was really funny just because uh, people in the community know that everyone knows Tristan's house. It's on Highway 1 or whatever. Yeah, we've we lived there since I was in kindergarten. <laughs> Yeah, I I just thought that was really funny. But um, walk us through the red carpet thing because that was a pretty cool moment um to have. Yeah. Um. So there's a lady that works my agent. Her name is Alyssa Romano. Um, and it was kind of you know she kind of brought the idea to my attention. You know when we knew it was going to be a virtual draft, and uh, you know we ordered it on we ordered it on Amazon. It was like it was like eight bucks. You know it was pretty <laughs> it was pretty uh cheap. And uh, then we ordered some flowers from, from I think one eight hundred flowers, and and you know they shipped those to us. And I told my sister because I was I was in Iowa City, and I'm like, hey, you gotta like keep an eye out for these packages coming. I'm like you gotta find, you gotta grab them and take them to your room. And then uh, so for the virtual draft, you know my mom had to set up these cameras and tripods and everything in our house, and um, she was outside because KCRG was there and we we're supposed to be talking to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mom, I'm like, you gotta go inside. Cause I was trying to roll the red carpet out mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm not, she's like, what, she's like, what for? I'm not going in there. I'm like, just, I'm like, just go inside. <laughs> and, and then my sister was like, mom, the, the, the cameras aren't working. The tripod's messed up. She's like, and she got like mad. And so she goes, <laughs> cause she like, she spent so much time trying to set them up. And so she runs inside and I'm like, so I grab it and I roll it out. And I, I'm like, mom, I was like, I yelled, I was like, come back out here. And uh, you know, and she saw it, she started tearing up and everything, but it was pretty, you know, just giving her that, you know, we could have been in Vegas on the actual red carpet, all dressed up and everything. Um, I was trying to give her something special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little known fact that um, Jason Booth, f- my father, uh, almost debuted in that video when he drove past, just like an idiot, and honked um, yeah. on, on camera. And I, I don't know what was going through his head. He realized it when he got home, but I mean, that yes. almost we had so many people drive by and honk. And then mm-hmm. after I, after I got picked, there were a bunch of people in my backyard, like half, I think half the town was in my backyard and people mm-hmm. were driving on highway one, like doing burnouts in front of my house, honking <laughs> people coming flying over the train tracks. Like, you know, 
some people come going like about 50 miles an hour over the train tracks. I swear it's probably 75 miles an hour just flying down <laughs> Highway One. I was like, I was like, someone's gonna, so I was like, someone's gonna die. It was, it was nuts. Did you? I know you had a couple interviews regarding that you were happy you could just wear jeans and a sweatshirt for draft day. Yeah. Um, I mean, you see a ton of guys with their draft fits laid out. Did you have anything planned, or were you just going high school? No, dancing? not. Not at all. I was going to wear jeans and a sweatshirt. Then I woke up that morning and it was hot. I'm like, well, I can't. I was like, and we're going to have, you know, we had some people in the house, so it's going to be even hotter in there. I'm like, there's no way I can wear jeans. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be sweating like crazy. So, yeah, I woke up that morning. Um, my girlfriend was with me. We woke up, you know, I, I showered and she's like, well, what do I wear? I'm like, I'm like I don't know. I just wear, just wear, just wear pants or something. She wore, she wore jeans and then a, a a t-shirt and then when we got there my mom had all those t-shirts and I was just like I grabbed a pair of my khaki shorts and I, I grabbed the Junction Auto t-shirt that I got <laughs> and it was black so I was like all right but yeah I had nothing nothing planned nothing laid out I just woke up that morning and looked I think I think the cargo shorts are actually on my floor um, <laughs> still let's go yeah I just grabbed them and then drove down drove to Mount Vernon um so did you have a favorite NFL team growing up or like player that you really, really liked? Um, I never really had a favorite team. I watched a couple teams just cause my uncle was a Chargers fan. My mom was a Steelers fan. Um, but I like, I just like watching players. Like I, I love watching Ray, uh, Ray Lewis and, and Ed Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I started like getting, you know, more familiar with the off the line, I would go back on YouTube and watch like Jonathan Ogden and, and and Orlando Pace, and then I loved watching Tyrone Smith when I was with the Cowboys left tackle. Um, but I never, I honestly never had a favorite team. People always ask me that, and they're like, I say I didn't. They're like, oh, that, that's a good answer. I'm like, I was like, I, I really didn't have a, <laughs> have a favorite team. I, that's what I always thought because I, I just never noticed it. And I, I'm in the same way. I, I was a huge Vikings fan, and I just like, <laughs> I kind of yeah. stopped watching NFL. But um, I mean, that's a good way to have go into the draft at least is not having a favorite team because you're happy with what it, I mean you'll be happy wherever you go but um, yeah. uh what was the some people had you picked higher some people had you picked I mean at in infinite spots in the draft everyone has their own thing um yeah. and I think maybe the first landing spot could have been the Giants or something yeah uh, what was well, what was your thought process through the whole thing watching it because one it takes an hour and a half to get through 10 picks. Yeah. What, what was going on in your head throughout the whole thing? Um, it was just, you know, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if any four, like the, the top tackles went mm-hmm. to the Giants. Um, and so, and so Andrew Thomas went to the Giants. I was like, okay. And then, uh, I don't know. Then I, I, I was thinking like, I was thinking maybe the yeah, Browns. at 10. Yeah. I was thinking like maybe the Browns at 10. No. And then the Jets at 11. No, I was like, okay. I was like, I'm not really sure who now. And I had, I remember I had a meeting with the, I had a, one of my like top 30 meetings or something over Zoom was with the Bucks, And, uh, and then I saw there was a trade and then apparently all my buddies, they're like, Oh, I knew you were going to the Bucks." I was like, okay. I, was like I don't know how, but then uh, I saw the trade and then my phone, my phone started ringing and that was that, you know, I wasn't really nervous, you know, during the draft or anything. Um, I was nervous. I think, you know, as soon as, as soon as the, uh, <clears throat> the Giants were on the clock. So that was, you know, 
just seeing mm-hmm. who would go, who would, what four, you know, out of the four of us who would go there. And but after that, I was I was fine. I, you know, I was just, I was going to be excited wherever I went, and you know, I, I couldn't be happier with where you know where I I, end, I ended up with uh, with being on the Bucks now. Who are you most looking forward to playing? Uh, you're lined up against. I think it should be maybe Khalil Mack and Cam Jordan in your first year. Uh, anyone yeah. specifically that you're looking forward to go against? I mean, I would probably say those two guys because, I mean, I don't know. I think just saying the name Khalil Mack, like, you know, yeah. it's a cool name. Um, but, yeah, I'm look, looking forward to, you know, going against those two guys. They're, um, you know, they're pretty – some top-tier guys. And it's going to be – it's going to be it's going to be fun. I don't know. I mean, it might not feel very fun. Yeah, but, uh, you know it'll be all right. Because Khalil Mack, I'm a I'm a Chicago Bears guy, and yeah. I think it'll be a fun matchup to watch. I mean, you watch you dominate highlights of you dominate defensive linemen, and then you watch Khalil Mack stiff arm a guy over, just push everyone out of the way. That's uh, that's got to be exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm I've looking- been I've been on the receiving end of that. You know, a, a one arm stab right to the chest. AJ Epinesa used to do that to me in practice. Uh, he's pretty good at it. Are you but- going up against the Bills this year at all? No, I don't think so. Okay, that'd be that fun though. That'd be fun though. I know, I know AJ's tricks. He probably he probably knows mine too. But um, that'd be fun, you know, getting to go and go against him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, back in 2018 versus Penn State, you had the uh, fumble recovery. <laughs> uh, yeah. The fumble recovery was that was pretty cool to see because it took about six guys to take you down. Um, just stumbling, bumbling. Uh, running down the field could we see like a william the fridge perry old old school bears fullback hey, um thing going on that's fine I, that's fine with me i'd love it but <laughs> that play i hate that play people you know my family was like posting it on facebook they're like oh look at tristan go i'm like that that was my fault like i gave up the i gave up the pressure on i gave up the pressure on nate you know last play of the game and he gets wrapped up and he, and he pitches it to me and we literally talked about it that Thursday in our, or that Friday in our walkthrough. Like if, if Nate gets hung up and he's going to pitch it to one of us and we got to like run around and pitch it back to him so he can throw it to the end zone. And like, I remember I caught the ball and my mind just went blank. It was just like that song, like run. <laughs> like that's what it was like. I got it. And I was like, okay, I got it. Like there's like 32 yards to the end zone. Like I can make it. I got, <laughs> I got, I got, I got like 15 yards. <laughs> um, well, Nate, where did Nate end up? Vikings. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I got so surprised this year looking at him. I saw just when they pull up his height, weight, and everything. Man's like two sixty. Yeah, he he, he was he was he's a big boy, but yeah, uh, he, he was he, he's Ben Roethlisberger. Like he uh kind of <coughs> he leaned out quite a bit for the combine. He got down to like two twenty seven or something. I don't know what it was, but he was like he's like damn near had his abs gone because he he used to have a little a little pudge on him. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he 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 was moving around so good, look looking good at, uh, leading up to the combine. But I think he's feeling really good. He might have been one of those guys who could have been hurt by not having like a real pro day because you guys didn't get one, right? Or like at yeah, Iowa, we didn't. No, we didn't, we didn't do a pro day. Yeah, and I know. I mean, people will say, "Tua Tugaluva, so so and so could have done better with a pro day." I mean, he's one of the better quarterbacks. There's a lot of the guys who are who are going to be second round, maybe, you know, in that range draft picks where that pro day with guys you're going up against, guys who are, I mean, AJ might have been going against you in the pro day, showing stuff like that. 
I mean, they could have been helped out a lot, and that kind of stinks for – I mean, just college players as a full um, – or that pro day could have done a lot, I think. Yeah. It was tough, you know, because that's, like, the last opportunity to be with your teammates too, like competing and just doing stuff. Um, so not having that was, was a stinger. Ty, you got any more questions? I, I don't have too much more. I mean, we got four minutes left on the Zoom call. We're not a premium podcast, so <laughs> we got to wrap it up here soon. <laughs> but – Thank you so much for coming on, Tristan. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Tristan. Um, we'll have to we'll have to try to get you back on sometime. Maybe it's I mean, season will be busy. Maybe after I mean, we'll get we'll get something worked out. But it, it would be fun. Um, yeah, it, your rookie year, you're pretty much working till next. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Damn near next March. <laughs> uh, I do have I do have one last question. Um, who's your favorite team to beat in college, and why is it Nebraska? <laughs> um, I love beating Nebraska because they talk, you know, they always say we disrespect them and everything, but we, you know, we don't, but I don't know. They, they, they love talking about it. Um, so I love, it's always been, it's always a close game. It's fun. It's always competitive, but you know, it's been a long, long ass time since they beat us. And I love beating Iowa state too. Mm-hmm. The same way. What was your, were you, uh, one last thing, were you on the field when uh, Iowa state blew the, blew the punt? This last year, no, I, w- I wasn't on. I wasn't on punt return. I remember watching it. And I just sprint. I, you know, everyone took off. You know, sprinting around. Um, just we had to go back on the field to like take a knee or something, and they were like talking crap. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> yeah. hey, wins, wins the win, baby. See you in another <laughs> you know, two thousand days. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun to watch. I remember Blake and I were both. You were going nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that was after three hours, like four hours of watching the game. Yeah, I mean, the, the rain delays. The rain. The rain delays were horrible. That was the worst thing I've ever experienced. Uh, Joe Joe Hunter was one of the guys who ran across the field. Um, <laughs> Joe Hunter. Yeah, he jumped oh, 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 oh. buddies and uh, took a dive. Oh my, oh my god! That was a that was a fun game to watch. It's fun to end your. I'm sure it was fun to end your Iowa State career that way. Yeah, absolutely. Against Iowa State. Yeah, yeah thank you. Boy.